Ellison Salazar, Garage and Body Shop. At Ellison Salazar, customer satisfaction is our main concern. For a tune-up or major body work, Central Texans have trusted Ellison Salazar for over 55 years. Ellison Salazar. Hail damage specialists, smoothing out life's dents and bumps. Big or small for you and your car. Now at three locations. South at 4501 South Congress. North at 8808 Research Boulevard. And New Northwest location at 8425 Anderson Mill Road. Call 444-5555. That's 444-5555. Ellison Salazar. Fixing your auto problems and needs with a happy face and the best professional touch. George Christensen and his family at Casa Mechanical Services are longtime friends and sponsors for Love Talk, Love Walk. These Casa friends are professionals with more than 40 years' experience in providing heating, air conditioning, plumbing, and electrical services in the Austin area. If your heating isn't heating, your cooling isn't cooling, or your drains aren't draining, well, then you need to call our friends at Casa at 334-7300. They provide sales and service on all major brands from professionals you can trust. So big jobs or little jobs, it doesn't matter. Call CASA at 334-7300. From inspiration to insurance and protection, all for serving the Lord Jesus. We all need insurance. Why not work with an agent that understands the biblical principle of protection and risk management to insure your family's future? Ray and Justin Garner are Christian business professionals who will put a Christian perspective on your insurance and inspiration needs. For auto, home, life, business, health, boat, motorcycle, RV and dental, and church protection needs, Ray, Justin, and Luana can be reached at 626-4880 or 986-4944 for church protection, personal protection, and business protection. Ray and Justin are independent Texas businessmen that have dedicated their lives and business to the advancement of spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ through Austin Triad Ministries. Call Ray Garner Insurance Agency and ask for Ray at 626-4880 or Justin at 986-4944. Stay tuned right now for Love Talk with Evelyn Davison, Carrie Brinkater, and Kathy Enderbrock. Today they're talking about spiritual malnutrition. Thank you, John. We are in studio today at today's Christian Talk, 1120 The Bridge in Austin, Texas. And we are thrilled to be here today. We're going to be talking with some wonderful people. This is Evelyn Davison. Hello, friends. This is Coach Carrie Brinkater. And this is Kathy Endbrock. So excited to be joining you today. Oh, Kathy, we are so thrilled you're with us. You're in that beautiful city of Boise. Uh, Boise, is that right? It is Boise, Idaho, and all of the the leaves are changing color. We have beautiful golds and reds up here. We are heading into the fall, full full swing into the fall. Wow. I I know that, you know, your transition over to, to Boise hasn't always been easy, but, man, you're getting to experience some things that we just don't get here in Texas, right? Well, but it's beautiful in Texas, Kathy, and we miss you. We do. But, you know, God is working, and... Um, we're just leading with love across Texas, teaching you know, principles for leadership and loving and caring. And uh, it's going to be exciting today as we unwrap some truths. Well, I'm connecting with you ladies from Boise, so uh, I love it that we can connect our hearts and, and our minds across this nation from north to south. And 
I think all we need now is to get someone out on the East Coast, and we'll be, like, <laughs> totally connecting everyone. That would be great. Well, you know, since we are worldwide now with our app, it's kind of nice um, to be reaching people in different parts of not only our own country, but in other countries as well, since since we are reaching um, all over. Boy, these are important times. We are about to head into our election, and Miss Evelyn, it's a, it's it's an amazing time. You've got your new book coming out. Well, it is. We had the final deadline, editorial deadline this week. It's praising and praying across America. But, you know, we also have a special guest in the studio with us today. We do. Why don't you introduce her? My sweet mom is here. She's from out of town. Um, Her name is Vera Pearson, and she's here with us today. And I love having my mom here. My kids and my my husband love having my mom here. We just always are so joyful uh, whenever she gets to come. My dad didn't get to come this time. Um, but we are so happy that, that they're here. My my kids have been looking forward to this all week. Mimi's coming. Mimi's coming. So now Mimi's here, and the world is right when Mimi is here. Uh, okay, so I'm so excited that your mom is here because I, I, I don't know if she's going to be able to join us in the um, conversation today, but we're going to be talking about spiritual malnutrition. And, okay, girls, I know that we started the conversation on this a couple weeks back, and and that show is in our archives if any of our listening friends want to go back and get it. But we're going to finish that conversation today and and talk about spiritual malnutrition and and what, what does it mean? How can we feed our spirit? How can we feed something that really we cannot see? And we want to ask the question then, well, do our spirits really need feeding? And and what do we feed our spirits? What is spiritual food and what difference does it make? So, I mean, friends, we're going to have a great discussion today. I'm so glad to be able to be joining you for it. Well, well, thanks, Kathy. It is it is an important time, and if our listener listening friends will remember, we did part one of this show a couple of weeks ago, spiritual malnutrition, and you know we talk so much in our in our lives today, girls. I mean, there's so many things out there about how to feed our bodies right. Mm-hmm. You know, all of these things. Should you be gluten free? Should you eat gluten? Should you eat sugar? Should you not eat sugar? Should you have protein? <laughs> Should you not have all of these things, right, Miss Evelyn? Right. And um, so I think that this is so relevant. And when should she rest? That's what people That's right. When do you rest? When do you rest? When it comes midnight. <laughs> so as we talk about our spiritual lives, I think that it's of utmost importance to really think about how we feed our spiritual self as well. You know, we can be very healthy and physically fit on the inside and the outside, but yet our our spiritual lives are in a drought and they're just starving for nutrition and we seem to look to everything else except the bible right. to figure out where we should get this nutrition so Kathy I really appreciate what you've done here with all of these wonderful production notes that you've put together for us and um as we get into this how do we know that we have a spirit that needs care and feeding. Oh, my gosh. I mean, that's such a good question because, you know, we really don't see our spirits, right? I mean, you look in the mirror and you see your eyes and your nose and your mouth and hopefully it has a big smile on it and, 
you know, I think even as women, we'll start to, to pick out our flaws before we pick out those things that we love about ourselves. Okay, friends, we have to change that. When you look in the mirror, go look at what you love and you let everything else take care of itself. But so we can't really see our spirit. So we, you know, it's just like you said, Carrie, that, that word, that five letter word, Bible, we go to that to figure out what is important. And the spirit is mentioned 587 times in the Bible. The spirit is mentioned 587 times. Yes, and, and wow. here's the really cool thing is when I think of spirit, I think when a lot of our friends think of spirit, we think of the Holy Spirit, okay? Mm-hmm. We, you know, capital H, capital S. But the amazing thing is is that spirit is attributed to man and to all men, whether they're believers um, in God or or whether they are not believers in God. They, God still attributes them with having a spirit. And and I have a few verses for our friends. And it says, um, thus says God, the Lord who created the heavens and stretched them out, who spread out the earth and what comes from it, who gives breath to the people on it and spirit to those who walk in it. Mm. And that's over in Isaiah 42, verse 5. Um, and there's another one that I love from Job, and Job is such a really neat book in the Bible. Over in the Old Testament, um, Job in chapter 10, verse 12, it says, You have granted me life and steadfast love, and your care preserved my spirit. So Ooh, our spirits, exciting. they need care. They need care. Well, and that's after, I mean, let's let's think about it. That's after Job had gone through... Um, Oh, man, the worst trials than any of us can ever imagine, right? And then he, he, oh, yeah, through the fire. Mm -hmm. You're right, Miss Evelyn. And he is talking about how the Lord has loved him and has cared for him and has preserved his spirit. And, I mean, to go through what Job went through and to still have those comforting words is is just amazing. You know, that's kind of a realm that we're in right now, Kathy, is we look around us and we see we see uh, so many things that just um, take our life away, take away our hope, take away our faith. But one of the things that, that Matthew said was, watch and pray so that you do not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. And I think that's where we are in our nation right mm-hmm. now. We don't, we don't quite understand what God's doing or what we're not doing and what we need to be doing. And so that's why it's so important for us to talk about the power of God's Holy Spirit that's operative in our life. And it says, but, and, and Job said, you mentioned Job. Job said, but it is the spirit in man, the breath of the Almighty, that makes him understand. We don't often understand, but the reason we don't is because we don't know God's Word. And that's what our whole discussion is about today. Well, and I often wonder, you know, Miss Evelyn, as we look at our, our political climate the, these in these last, you know, months and, and really the last year, you know, you, you kind of, I try to figure out, okay, Lord, what are you trying to teach us? And honestly, Miss Evelyn, Kathy, I think the Lord wants us to get down on our knees and seek his face. Right. And I yeah. think that... Face to face with Christ my Savior. That's what the song says, right, John? That's right. That's right. And I I, I just think that 
if we don't get into the Word, like Kathy's talking about here, if we don't know the Scriptures, how are we ever supposed to discern what the Lord is trying to teach us through this time? Where we look and we go, oh my stars, what what are we doing here? And is this going to work out? Um, Lord, uh, help. And I think the Lord wants us to cry out to him. But it's not of our own devices. It's through getting in these scriptures. And I love this. 587 times I had no idea, Kathy. That's, that's pretty phenomenal. There's a lot in there. And, okay, so I know I've kind of, like, jumped straight into our topic today. It's, I, and I'm sorry, it's because I'm so excited about it. But, girls, I know you have been so very busy. And, I mean, Evelyn, you're even going to be leaving us a little bit early today to go off to a pastor's prayer meeting right. to go help with Operation Christmas Child. And, and and Carrie, you've just had your beautiful Kinsey has just had um, an important birthday. So, I mean, what have you guys been up to? Well, I got to tell you, my girl, um, she turns 13 at the end of this month, Miss Evelyn. <laughs> and this is a um, you know monumental thing, I think, in a young girl's life that you're you're now a teenager. And as we get into the show today, I'm going to tell you guys some more things that we've done at our house to kind of celebrate this time for her and how we're trying to make this scripture just be so relevant for mm-hmm. her during these years. Um, and I, I just, it's, it's just so powerful and so wonderful. And I want her to experience all the fullness of that and for it not to be something that's just surface for her. Right. And so I can't wait to share some things um, that we're doing for her. Um, as we lead up to her 13th birthday. Um, but, Miss Evelyn, you've been so busy. You are constantly, every single day, you're heading out. You're going to a pastor's prayer. You're going to do uh, Operation Christmas Child, National Day of Prayer. Girl, I, I don't know how you do it. Well, I have 85 years of experience. <laughs> <laughs> right? You do. Vera, 85 years of experience. Mm-hmm. But it is time for us to take our break. Let's do that, Kathy. And we come back. We do want to talk about what is spiritual malnutrition right after this. Operation Christmas Child is collecting shoebox gifts again this year. Go to www.samaritanspurse.org, click on the What Do We Do tab, and get started. There are 22 collection churches in Central Texas. Find one near you. Collection days are from November 14th through the 21st. Take your shoebox gift to one of the 22 collection center churches in the Central Texas area from November 14th through the 21st. This year, be an Operation Christmas Child volunteer and change a child's life forever. Let's get back to Love Talk with Evelyn Davison, Carrie Brinkater, and Kathy Enderbrock. Hello, friends, and welcome back to Love Talk here at Today's Christian Talk, 1120 The Bridge. I am here in studio with the most amazing Evelyn Davison, and we've got our friend Kathy Endebrock on the phone today, and of course, I am Coach Carrie Brinkader, and we also have our special guest today, um, my mom, we'll just call her Mimi, she's here <laughs> um, in the studio with us, she doesn't want to talk about anything, She's um, she just wants to be a listener, and that's Well, totally we're all fun. love ladies, and that's so we're, right. she's loving on us she, a little bit She today. is loving on us today, and we really appreciate that. Gosh, today we're talking about spiritual malnutrition, Miss Evelyn. I love the title that you've come up with for this program because it just speaks so wonderfully to the fact that 
we really cannot go through life without knowing how to open our scriptures and why we actually open our scriptures and what it can teach us and what it can do for our lives. And um, I think so many times we just put this book on our shelves and we let it get dusty and um, we know that it's sitting there. And we know that it's got good words in it, but for some reason, we don't want to pick it up. So today, uh, we are just going through some things that we've talked about last time, friends, in our show, when in the first show we did on spiritual malnutrition, we talked about a few things, how the Bible nourishes us, mm-hmm. how it just, it brings a salve to our wounds. Um, in Matthew 4, 4, it says, man shall not live on bread alone but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. So we have to dig into these scriptures. We can't just um, go with what we learned in Sunday school when we were five years old, although those things are wonderful. Um, what we need now as adults is different than what we needed Absolutely. when we were five. We don't eat pablum anymore. That's right. That's <laughs> we, right. Mm-hmm. We have bread. Mm-hmm. You know, It's a new baby. You don't give a new baby bread. You give them you give them nourishment. You give them milk. You mm-hmm. give them. We called it pablum because that was artificial, right? <laughs> Miss Vera, our age is different from the age today, but it is true. Uh, what is so important for us is to be fed the word of life. Mm-hmm. The word of life. The word of love. Well, and I'll tell you a verse that really spoke to me um, is in Hebrews, Hebrews 4.12. And... It speaks of how the Bible is a catalyst for how we're grounded in our Christian walk. And the Bible helps us get there. Um, You know, when you first start an exercise program, you can't just put the video in the VCR and sit there. (laughs) You have to put the video in the VCR and you have to get up and do something. And (laughs) and that's what the Bible's telling us is, you know, you... Take this thing off the shelf and read it and get up and do something. Okay, so Hebrews 4.12, for the word of God is alive and active. Friends, it's, it's not dead. It's alive and active. And what's in the scriptures are totally applicable to what is going on in our lives today. I know ex- the Lord knows exactly what you're going through. And there are scriptures that can help us navigate every single situation that we have. It says that it's sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing the soul and the spirit, the joints from the marrow. It judges or discerns the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. And I love this scripture because it talks about how the soul and the spirit are things we can't see. And Kathy talked about that earlier with our 587 occurrences of the spirit in scripture. We can't see the soul. We can't see the spirit. We can see joints and marrow, though, even though they're covered with skin and, and they're covered. We, we know they're there, and we could physically see them if we opened up that cover. The divine word reaches, even Miss Evelyn, to the secret, hidden things of our hearts. And that's what this scripture is saying, that even though we can't see our joints and marrow, we know they're there. But the scripture can penetrate to those places that we can't see with the human eye. And Christ does that. He's the searcher of our hearts. Mm-hmm. Kathy, we have some studies here that have been pulled from Barna. The latest Barna research um, 
reveals a really startling reality about the Bible and the Bible ownership in the United States, although our readership is declining. You know, that, that that's so true. And I want to ask our friends out there, and I'll ask you and Evelyn this, did you guys take a shower this morning? Yes. Yes, okay. I did. Okay, can you imagine what you would smell like and, and how you would look <laughs> if you had not taken a shower for, like, seven days or seven months like seven months seven days yeah that's pretty gross okay well in ephesians 5 26 it 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 anchors this truth for us that the bible is our spiritual cleanser it says uh, and this is jesus says or um the bible tells us jesus will make her holy that's you and me that's that's the church his bride jesus will make her holy cleansing her by the washing with water through the word. So every time we get into God's word, not only um, is it nourishment for us, bread for our spirits, but it's this spiritual cleanser. And so it's so important that we get in there and, and have a good washing, a good scrubbing on our hearts and our minds and our spirits. And, and Carrie, you know, this Barna research, this is really what brought all of this up for me because I knew some of these truths from the Bible. Um, but this Barna research was a slap in the face for me because I really kind of saw myself and, and, and my life and what I was doing with my kiddos. Um, it pointed out that, that nearly nine out of ten households across the United States own at least one Bible. And and matter of fact, the average household owns 4.7 Bibles, but the readership actually opening this book remains very, very weak. Only 37% of Americans actually read the Bible once a week or more. Mm. So only one, um, only 37% of us are taking a shower once a week, like once a week. That's <laughs> so, kind of stinky. Like that's, so there's some stinking going on here, you know. And so Christians and social movements overall really are not engaging and incorporating Bible principles as a foundational for success. And so consequently, we see the spiritual and social foundation of America is 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 very much weakening, and some would say would crumb is crumbling. And, you know, I've heard the word in crisis before. And so this got me thinking with with nourishment, what does malnourishment look like? And so I I went and I typed into um, just Google and I said um, signs and symptoms of malnourishment. And um, several things came up. But one thing I took from e-medicine um, it listed some uh, physical signs of malnutrition. And when I read these, it was like all the spiritual symptoms that we see in our nation today. Mm-hmm. And I want to read those for you. Um, okay, signs of malnutrition. Behavioral changes. All right, how many things in the church behaviorally that were not once acceptable are now becoming acceptable? Behavioral changes. Irritability, apathy, just not caring anymore. Anxiety, anxiety is gripping our nation. Imbalance, you know, how, how imbalanced 
are we spiritually? Decreased stamina. I want to ask our friends, is any of them having problems with perseverance? You need to feed your spirit. Okay, confusion, inability to think clearly or soundly. And this was the clincher for me. Malnutrition can lead to blindness and ultimately death. Mm. 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 Wow. You know, when you, wow, Kathy, when you think about that and you put it in a Bible, obviously these were things that we're talking about physical malnutrition from lack of food. But when we look at the scriptures and we look at how this applies to our lives as Christians, you know, the longer we keep the book shut and we keep the Bible closed of what it's trying to speak to us about how we should live our lives, how we should take care of others, how we should be kind to others, how we should um, treat our families, how we should treat our spouses, how we should handle conflict, um, how, you know, it, it is it is shocking how these things become so relevant to spiritually being malnourished. It is, and it takes a feeding to fill it up. You know, malnutrition means there's not a, a, a there is a lack of substance there, and the substance for every lie is the Word of God. And uh, we need to take our break. We come back. We we want to talk about the spiritual care and the feeding. You know, if we're talking about hunger, we're talking about all these things that Kathy mentioned, uh, the signs, the behavioral changes. That's what we have across our nation right now. It is. We're in serious trouble. And imbalance is because we don't weigh what God says against what we believe or what we think we need. We're just totally independent of the feeding that he provides for us. I say we, we're talking about only 37% of people in America read a Bible verse once a week. Now, that's pretty close to being malnutritious, uh, malnourished. But we, we come back, we want to talk about that third principle. A Bible sitting on the shelf is just an unread book. That's what people believe. It's there. If I need it, I'll get it. Let's take our break, John, and we come back. Let's, see, let's take that apart and look at it. Right after this, stay with us. Hi, this is Steve Washburn, pastor at First Baptist Church, Pflugerville. We're the ones who just built that beautiful new 33,000 square foot worship center there on Pecan Street, just as Jenner Town. Say, listen, if you're looking for a church home, I wish you'd come check us out. Lots of other folks sure are. We're one of the fastest growing fellowships in the Austin area. We're trying our best to offer something for everyone. No matter what your situation in life, you'll find good friends here. I know I'm biased, but I believe we have some of the most uplifting worship services you'll find anywhere. Many of you are familiar with Tom Cotter and his praise band, By Design. We're fortunate to have them leading our modern worship experience at the 11 o'clock hour on Sunday mornings. That's our largest and fastest growing group. But I'm also excited about something new we're trying in our 9 o'clock hour. Daniel Reclue is one of the area's most gifted choral directors, and he has reinvented one of the only genuinely traditional worship services in the area for those of you who are boomers and long to return to the joyful worship of your youth. Listen, Google us at First Baptist Pflugerville. And come see us. Day after day, we are constantly hearing about how bad everything is. Isn't it about time to hear about what's right and good? Isn't it time for some good news? If your answers are yes, then you need the Good News Journal. The Good News Journal is published by KTXW's own Evelyn Davidson. 
and is packed with news and information about the good things that are happening. With a healthy dose of hope, happiness, and humor, the Good News Journal is distributed free throughout Central Texas at hundreds of locations, including Walmart, Popeye Chicken, Central Market, Bob Bullock Museum, libraries, churches, and other locations. And did we say the Good News Journal is free? For advertising information or to have an article published, call Good News Journal at 249-6535. The Good News Journal is an inspirational, patriotic journal published bi-monthly to bring you God's good news. The Good News Journal, 249-6535, or read it online at thegoodnewsjournal.net. You're listening to Love Talk with Evelyn, Carrie, and Kathy. Today they're talking about spiritual malnutrition. Thank you, John. We are in studio today with a very special friend, this Miss Vera, and Miss Carrie's mom. And uh, we're talking to Kathy Enderbrock, uh, who is in Boise, Idaho. And we're talking today about how it is that we can be so hungry, so malnourished, that we are not absolutely uh, at our best, or we are not able to even perform or to, to accentuate the life the Lord has given us. And there's, there are a lot of commonalities between being physically malnourished and being spiritually malnourished. And one of the reasons is that we don't take the medicine. <laughs> right? We don't take the milk. We don't take the protein. Mm-hmm. But with us, with our relationship with the Lord Jesus, the principle, and I named it three, but it's one, is that a Bible sitting on a shelf is just an unread book. And that means... A number of things for us. C3 is a sticky substance, but it's when it's activated, it can level a city block. Gunpowder is so small with little black balls of powder, but it can ignite and it can win a war. Dunamis is a Greek word used 120 times in the New Testament. It's the same root word we get out of the word dynamite. And we know that dynamis... Uh, Dunamis means powerful and dynamic. So if we look at that scripture in Hebrews, Kathy, it uses dunamis to refer to God's word. Sitting on a shelf, your Bible is what? Just a book. But when we open it, and not just open it, but when we prayerfully read it and we receive it, we begin to live it, it's a powerful thing. It's a powerful enough to win whatever battle I'm facing or you're facing or whatever war is raging. And there is a war raging in America today if only 37% of Christians read the Bible once a week. Isn't that scary, Kathy? It, it, it is, Evelyn. And, um, you know, these these spiritual care and feeding principles are really starting to uh, make such a difference in my life. And, and I think it's just realizing, one, principle one, we have a spirit that needs care and feeding. And, and principle two, which we really, you know, in that first show that we did on spiritual nourishment and spiritual malnutrition, we, we really, you know, dove in and took a look at that. And that is the principle two, the Bible's fundamental to spiritual nourishment. And now getting into this number three, the spiritual care and feeding principle number three, a Bible sitting on a shelf is just an unread book, but you open it and it is like dynamite. Not only will it nourish us, not only will it cleanse us, 
but it it it's like a power. You know, Jesus said the spirit is willing, the flesh is weak. Hey, that willing spirit, that is what we want to feed into. That is what we want to empower. We need that spirit to be strong so that when that flesh is weak, the spirit is stronger. And um, so I, I want to really get into these spiritual and keep feeding principles number four, that the Bible is a book best shared. Or I like the way I like, like to look at it. Um, the Bible is a banquet best shared. And I think that a lot of us do struggle to share our faith. But here's the good news is that a great starting point that that I have pressed into, that I have come to learn and incorporate, a great starting point if we're struggling to share our faith is to share our Bible. And it is so, it is such, there's so many easy little baby steps, but powerful, powerful steps that, that we can incorporate every day into sharing our Bible. And Carrie, Evelyn, I'm so excited to hear some of your ideas as well around getting this book. If we look at this, Bible is a book best shared. It is a banquet best shared. How do we get out and share it? Well, one of the ways that um, that I reared, our, Van and I reared our boys is with uh, a word for the day. And uh, I got up at 4 o'clock every morning. When you live on a ranch, you have a lot of work to do. And, uh, <laughs> and I would get things ready, breakfast ready, and get uh, uh, choose a verse of the day and have everything ready for them to get up and have breakfast. And during the time we had breakfast, I shared the truth from the principle of the day. And our, our two boys were five years apart, and uh, it, it was quite a job to hit a five-year-old and a ten-year-old or nine-year-old. Um, because their interests were different. But we always had that little bit of sharing time and say, what does this mean to you today? You know, it comes from God. It's like he's giving you a big bowl of cherry walnut ice cream. You know, what's it going to mean to you today? <laughs> and it did make a difference in both of our boys. Uh, and we, Van and I don't do that now. We have two prayer times a day. And, and you know, he's going one direction, I'm going the other. But it is important as a family that we feed our children. Well, and you know, Miss Evelyn, you're you're amazing. And back when you you were raising your boys, you didn't have access to the internet. No, right. And now we have all of these different ways that we can make it a little bit easier. Right. I mean, you can download an app on your phone that'll give you a scripture for the day, um, which is. Which is phenomenally easy. I mean, you, you open up your app and there's your scripture for the day. And you can share that with your friends and family. Something that I've done. Okay, so my girl's turning 13. Oh, so okay. uh, we decided that for the 13 days leading up to her birthday, we would give her a present a day. Mm-hmm. And each present is tied to a Bible verse. And uh, I know, it's been really fun. And so uh, one of the Bible verses happens to be Ephesians 5.26. Kathy, the one you talked about earlier, Jesus will make her holy, cleansing her by washing with the water through the word. So I got her some body wash so that every time she um, uses that body wash, she's thinking about how the scripture and how the word can can wash her, right? Another one, just for example, is um, thy word. 
word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. And we extrapolated on that. We, we had to push a little bit on some of them. But I want her to be able to take the word and express that to others. And so we bought her a, a pair of shoes that she's really kind of had her eye on, right? So you put those shoes on your feet and you take that scripture and go and tell it and go and live it and go and take it to other people. And so we've done this for 13 little, and like one of them is a giant eraser. Oh my That word. says, for your really big mistakes, right? My girl's kind of a perfectionist, and so we. Well, that would never work with boys. You have one as big as an eighteen wheeler. Yes, you would. Oh my gosh, you would. And and so, you know, I don't want her to be afraid of making mistakes. She doesn't have to be perfect. Mm-hmm. And right. Scripture tells us we're not going to be perfect, and that that's okay. To strive for perfection is always wonderful, but we're not perfect human beings. We're fallible, and so tying scriptures to these little gifts, you know a little an eraser I'm giving her pencils one day to have a teachable heart and a teachable spirit right and and so I just I love how the Lord has um I mean he just divinely said hey Carrie why don't you why don't you kind of do this I think this will be neat and so for so for 13 days leading up we are we're doing that and pouring scripture into our gal, and um, that's a, a fun a, a fun way to do that. Um, and that didn't take a lot of time, folks. I don't have a whole lot of time, and I'm not great at giving gifts. But this <laughs> this didn't take a whole lot of time, and so um, I, I I think it'll be something that will really speak to her. And um, something else that I've done is um, I have a friend whose husband is deployed. And uh, there's some scriptures um, that I've been sending her every day via text message. And so I'll just send her a little scripture every day because she's raising three kids by herself right now. Her husband is is deployed serving our country. And uh, just sending her a little note of encouragement every single day has probably been more of an encouragement to me than it has been to her. So there's little things that we can do every day. And I know, Kathy, you've got some other 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 ideas for us as well on how we can share our Bible. Yeah. Okay. You guys know, I know, Evelyn, sometimes we talk about the Bible as being um, medicine, right? Because the Bible does talk about it being the balm of Gilead, right? It is a healing thing. But King David also, he refers to God's word as being sweet, like even sweeter than honey. And I mean, to me, what is sweeter than honey? What it, to me, that's like a really good chocolate bar. You know, it's got to be at least 65% cocoa and, <laughs> and really, really good. So you like that dark I, chocolate stuff, don't you? That's all I love. Me and Jordan, <laughs> my middle child, she, we both are chocolate lovers. And who would not be willing to share a chocolate bar with a friend? I mean, come on. If you were sitting in a restaurant or sitting down at a at a, an airport and you're enjoying a chocolate bar and there's someone sitting next to you, you know, any gracious person would break off a piece and offer <laughs> them some. And so trying to keep in my mind that really um, the the truth that, hey, this this book, like it is a book that is best shared and people want access to it. And in this Barna study, 67% of Americans said they wish they would read the Bible more. And, and one statistic that shocked me, 
86% of uh, Gen Xers, Gen Xers, 86% said they like seeing people in public places opening the Bible. That you know, blew my mind. That is so. Exciting. Yeah, can you imagine that means going in and sitting down at your local coffee shop and opening God's Word, like the young generation that's coming mm-hmm. in, they're going to think you're cool. And wow, like it takes a lot for, for me to be perceived as cool by the <laughs> generation. So I can just open my Bible now in a coffee shop and, you know, hey, I'm there. Well, you know, Cassie, uh, that's true of praying as well. I I remember as a child we had a, not as a child, a teenager, we had a pastor that did not pray in public. Uh, he, wanted, he didn't want to embarrass anybody. And it, it just, uh, I never understood it. I always questioned him. But when, uh, and because I didn't, was not reared in a Christian home, uh, it was not a custom for us to pray. But when Van and I started dating, and we dated three years, he in one college and me in another, buddy, we, when we went out to eat, it was time we prayed. And, you know, it is an important thing for us to do those things that people see and hear and enjoy. And uh, 87% is a pretty high percentage uh, of, of an expression. Uh, we do need to take our break, Kathy. Let's do that. When we come back. We want to talk about how it is all of this works and that you not only don't have spiritual malnutrition, but you have the energy and the light to live a life that others can see Jesus is real. Right after this, stay with us. Hi, this is Steve Washburn, pastor at First Baptist Church, Pflugerville. We're the ones who just built that beautiful new 33,000 square foot worship center there on Pecan Street, just as you town. Say, listen, if you're looking for a church home, I wish you'd come check us out. Lots of other folks sure are. We're one of the fastest-growing fellowships in the Austin area. We're trying our best to offer something for everyone. No matter what your situation in life, you'll find good friends here. I know I'm biased, but I believe we have some of the most uplifting worship services you'll find anywhere. Many of you are familiar with Tom Cotter and his praise band, By Design. We're fortunate to have them leading our modern worship experience at the 11 o'clock hour on Sunday mornings. That's our largest and fastest-growing group. But I'm also excited about something new we're trying in our 9 o'clock hour. Daniel Reclue is one of the area's most gifted choral directors, and he has reinvented one of the only genuinely traditional worship services in the area for those of you who are boomers and long to return to the joyful worship of your youth. Listen, Google us at First Baptist Pflugerville and come see us. Day after day, we are constantly hearing about how bad everything is. Isn't it about time to hear about what's right and good? Isn't it time for some good news? If your answers are yes, then you need the Good News Journal. The Good News Journal is published by KTXW's own Evelyn Davidson and is packed with news and information about the good things that are happening. With a healthy dose of hope, happiness, and humor, the Good News Journal is distributed free throughout Central Texas at hundreds of locations, including Walmart, Popeye Chicken, Central Market, Bob Bullock Museum, libraries, churches, and other locations. And did we say the Good News Journal is free? For advertising information or to have an article published, call Good News Journal at 249-6535. The Good News Journal is an inspirational, patriotic journal published bi-monthly to bring you God's good news. The Good News Journal, 249-6535, or read it online at thegoodnewsjournal.net. 
One more segment of Love Talk to come. Stay right here. You're listening to The Bridge. Hello, listeners and friends. Welcome back to 1120 Today's Christian Talk. You are with the Love Ladies. So blessed to be here with you today. Um, Our show has flown by. Here we are in our final segment. Thank you so much for listening today. And we want to thank our sponsors who are so faithful to us um, and have been so faithful to this show and this program over the years. Thank you so much for supporting Love Talk uh, here at 1120. Goodness, Kathy, we've just been talking about the, the spiritual care and feeding of our souls and how the Bible and what we know is best shared. I mean, who wants to go to a banquet with just one person? I mean, you want to go in and you want to be, you want to socialize and you want to be in a place where you can share and love and laugh and talk and share life experiences. And so we've given you a couple of very practical ways that we feel um, are easy to share scripture. Kathy said, uh, uh, take that chocolate bar and uh, wrap up a scripture in that chocolate bar and give that to a friend or just an acquaintance that you might happen to be next to on a plane or a or a or a train or a bus. Um, keep a Bible in your purse with your favorite encouraging scriptures. And you know, there's so many times when we come across friends who are really struggling and they just need a word from you or they just need you to to sit and listen to them and then you can. Speak to their hearts. Um, listening friends, Kathy and I just got word um, literally right before the show that one of our friends uh, just passed away from cancer. And um, this is really, um, you know, just a tender time. In fact, one of Kathy's daughters is in class um, with this with this woman's son. And uh, she's left two children um, that are about 14 and uh, 17 years old. And... Um, I cannot imagine what her family is going through today and what they've been through with this journey. And friends, we know that you're that you're listening and that that uh, so many of us every single day we're just trying to figure out how to get through today, let alone how to how to bless someone else's life. And we're just thinking about how how on earth do I take that next step step today? And friends, we just want to encourage you that the Bible is a place um, where you can go to not only for information but for transformation, right, Kathy? You know, that that is so true. I think that every time that we spend in God's Word, we are making an investment in our, our future. And, I mean, Carrie, I can't tell you how many times, um, you know, when during those really good, easy periods, those really great, easy seasons, being faithful to get into God's Word and, you know, having a party with a good book, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun and you feel like you're on a mountaintop. But then during those times when you are in that deep valley and you feel like the shadow of death will not leave your side um that is when a god's word i think does its most incredible incredible work because this scripture that that you know and this scripture that you have spent time with it just begins comforting your heart and and bringing peace to your mind and um and you start to see 
uh, dividends from the investment seems like such mm-hmm. a kind of a, a simpleton way to put it, but it, it truly, the, the word becomes alive and active during those difficult times. And not only for, um, for, for me personally, but then also when a, a, a good friend is going through difficulty, you have a good word to be able to share and and encourage them and um and I, you know I think even just the words Jesus wept it reminds me that during those really rough times it's okay just to have a good cry and I think Christians the more the more I get into God's word and the closer I get to God I find that I I celebrate more. I have a lot more joy, but I also cry more mm-hmm. because, you know, there are friends that that they're crying and they're heartbroken, and sometimes that friend is me. And when that happens, it's okay to have a good cry and to bring your struggles to the Lord, to bring your struggles to one another, to draw close to one another, and to seek comfort during those difficulties. And, you know, I did want to share, this is so important, that the Bible, we go to it so often for um, for information, just to try and learn it. And then sometimes we go to it for transformation. And I really want to share a kind of a warning, if you will, around that, because there have been so many atheists and agnostics who have gone to God's word for information to kind of prove that it's wrong, to prove that it's not true, and they have come away with transformation. They have um, just met Christ in such a real way. And these atheists, these former atheists and agnostics, are now are huge Christians. And I don't know if anyone would recognize the name Josh McDowell or C.S. Lewis. Um, uh, there is a huge astrophysicist that if I if I said his name you would know it. Just I mean it is such a, a big list, and and I think for Christians there's also another warning. If you're going to the book for transformation, and 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 you just come away with information, you know that can feel very uh, disheartening. It, it can feel a little bit disappointing. And this is what I've learned. When you're going for transformation and, and a huge experience with God's Word, and you feel like you just came away with information, the thing to do moving forward is to turn over that information in your mind, to think about the information that you got from God's Word, possibly share it with someone else. And as you walk out that information that you got, and as you consider it and meditate on it, you will get the transformation that you went into God's Word for in the first place. And that is a promise. Oh, man, Kathy. So, so much, so much good, good stuff right there. That's exactly right. That is our promise that the Lord is not going to leave us dry. And I think once we start, you know, for me, there's a lot of times when I'll, I'll be pondering something or thinking about something, but as soon as I start to talk about it, as soon as I start to bounce it off of others or I start to get counsel and seek, um, and seek the real answers and I, and I start to really mull that over from different points of view, then I kind of can come to um, maybe an agreement with myself or come to a conclusion. I'm like, oh, yeah, but if I had just tried to do that myself, 
then I would be lost. Right? And I think that's what the Lord really wants us to do with his scriptures is we just need to take those and we need to talk about them. We need to say, you know what? I'm hurting today. And I just, I don't feel like there's any any closeness to the Lord at all. And, and, and your scriptures are just bouncing off of me. And that doesn't help. But I've never sat in a prayer time where I've come away feeling empty. I can tell you that right now. I may have talked about God's word. I may be, I may be searching. And I may not want to sit down in a prayer time. And somebody may need to want to, may have to just grab me and say, Carrie, sit down and let's pray. I had a great friend at, at, at work when I was coaching who would do that. She'd come in and I'd be, you know, talking about something. Who knows? I was frustrated with a player or with whatever. And she'd say, Carrie. And she'd grab my hand and we would pray. And immediately you just feel, you just feel a presence of the Lord coming down where two people are gathered to pray. And so when you're feeling, I would just encourage you, friends, when you're feeling like that, when you're feeling so empty, and maybe you've gone to the scriptures, I would encourage you to seek the face of another brother or sister that can really hold you accountable and that can, that can bring those scriptures to life for you, that can be your intermediary, that can be um, your go-between, that can strengthen you. Something else, Kathy, that... Um, Another practical way to share our, our scriptures and something that I've done is um, sometimes in our household, we're a little loud um, and we're a little demonstrative. Um, right now, I'm using my hands to talk and there's nobody here that can see me, but I'm moving my hands <laughs> and my arms and, you know, um, I'm just, I, I'm, I'm a very demonstrative person and sometimes I don't always think before I speak and um, that has, uh, it's kind of manifested itself sometimes in our children, you know, as they're navigating these waters and I have to stop and I have to think, oh my stars, what? Okay. Okay. Back up. So I spent some time, uh, writing down scriptures, mainly from Proverbs that talked about the tongue and the taming of the tongue and how our tongue can be used for good and it can be used for bad. It can be used to um, to heal and it can be used to kill and destroy and um, that, that's been a real encouragement for me and I and I hope for my family um, that as we read these scriptures that you know one's like on the on the microwave you know one's on the refrigerator by the back door by the front door on our on our mirrors at the house and again this didn't take a long time um, a couple of nights just sitting down and grabbing some scriptures and, and just writing these down. And, again, we have these amazing resources. We can Google it, you know. <laughs> you Google taming of the tongue or tongue, scriptures about the tongue, scriptures about about the lips and um, and how we conduct ourselves. And, and we find these, these words that can be so healing to us and just things to think about as we leave for our day and as we go interact with others, just stopping to pause. Um, before we have a knee-jerk reaction about something and stopping to pause to be caring and considerate of somebody else. Um, Kathy, we're so short on time today. I just want to thank you so much for putting all of this together today and what you've done. And friends and listeners, I would just encourage you that our view of the Bible matters. It matters. And if you're doubting, if you're searching, if you're questioning, if you if you don't get it, I would challenge you to get in the Word and try it. Try to prove God's Scriptures wrong. And I'm serious about that. Do your homework. Get in there and research it and, and, and try to prove those Scriptures wrong. 
our eternal destiny hinges on how we respond to Christ and how we respond to the scriptures. And friends, neighbors, those around us, their eternal destiny depends on that. I would encourage you that if you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, to get in the scriptures. And as you get in those scriptures, it's very, you'll, you will see that it's very simple. It's ABCs. Number one, admit that you're a sinner. Admit that you don't have a clue as to why you're here. And Lord, I need you. And I know that I am not perfect. And to get into those scriptures, to be believe. Believe that Jesus is God's son and accept his forgiveness. And then see to confess it and say, Lord, I need you. Romans 10, 9 through 13, Lord, I need you. Come in my life. Now, that doesn't mean everything's going to be perfect right away, friends. And that's when you dive into the scriptures and you really see how God's word speaks to you. Find friends and neighbors and a community that can support you in your new journey. And if you ever need anything, we would please implore you to call our love line at 512-249-6535. And you can find us at lovetalknetwork.com and on Facebook. Thank you for joining us today for Love Talk. We love you and we look forward to spending time with you next week. Have a great day. Operation Christmas Child is collecting shoebox gifts again this year. Go to www.samaritanspurse.org, click on the What Do We Do tab, and get started. There are 22 collection churches in Central Texas. Find one near you. Collection days are from November 14th through the 21st. Take your shoebox gift to one of the 22 collection center churches in the Central Texas area from November 14th through the 21st. This year, be an Operation Christmas Child volunteer and change a child's life forever. Hello, folks. This is Van Davison with Operation Christmas Child. Every year, people join me, The Bridge 1120, and Franklin Graham's team in sending shoeboxes filled with surprises and love to children around the world. Because soccer is a universal sport, I pack a deflated ball and a pump in my boy boxes, along with pencils, toothpaste, and a toothbrush. Join me and millions in this exciting ministry. Call 512-990-2600 for information.